Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the what in the hell is going on down there edition. I mean, <laughs> I am trying yeah. so hard right now mm-hmm. not to make a vagina joke, <laughs> but I just did. You just did. So, so. I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> we were all thinking it. You were thinking your version of it. Just Vagina, 20 seconds in. Amazing. New record. Yep. <laughs> There we go. I have, I have my arms up in two peace signs for some reason, which actually works with the vagina. That's right. <laughs> Victory, vagina. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's, uh, so that's Mercer Riley, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and today is in between 073, a truly massive underwater explosion. Oh, is it a fart? Sorry. <laughs> One, one thing at a time. Parts Do- and vaginas. Dr. Riley. <laughs> okay, I'll slow down. <laughs> so a truly massive underwater explosion and stressed out narwhals. Uh, why are the narwhals stressed out? <laughs> oh. I one, love narwhals. One no guess. one should stress them out. No, they're, they're perfect. They're perfect. Leave them alone. Let <laughs> them be. Give them free stuff yeah, that they that's want. Right, that's right. Give, give them everything. Of course, that's all that narwhals want is uh, free stuff. Free stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I can see them really wanting... Whenever I think of free stuff, I just think of a TV that no one wants. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone wins a giant TV that they're like, well, where, I already where, had one. Yeah. Where am I going to put that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a phone. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I'm with, like I said, just vagina crazy, Marissa Riley. Wow. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay? That was my nickname, never, uh, <laughs> but should should have been all the time. Should have been. Yeah. I know you. So. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and if this, is, if this is your first time listening, wow. Uh, welcome to the flock. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea that we were going to talk about stressed out narwhals mm-hmm. or uh, massive underwater farts. <laughs> I am thrilled, though, because I, too, have been stressed out and farted underwater. That's right. That's right. You heard it here first. (laughs) So we can all relate to this title. Underwater farts. Mm -hmm. They happen, and they're particularly embarrassing. Yes, because they're visual. They're (laughs) (laughs) It's a visual experience. (laughs) Anyway. It's very visual. There's a sound, too. A little bloop. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. I was just going through all the underwater farts I experienced in public. So thank you. Oh, same. I That's... think about it twice a day usually. And I'm just like, oh man. No. That thing, that thing I did when I was nine or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Reliving that. Mm-hmm. Great. We all are. Mm-hmm. Our listeners are too. DM us about it. Or don't. No. <laughs> it's or okay. don't. You don't have to relive. It's okay. <laughs> Unless you really want to. And... We should add a trigger warning to the beginning of this episode. Like trigger warning. We're talking about embarrassing farts. <laughs> In pool, in public pools, yeah, yeah, don't or tubs or you know? tubs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we should talk about science. Yeah, no, we probably. should. <laughs> we should probably begin, uh, my friends. The year twenty twenty two began in proper fashion by continuing the long line of bonkers events that makes it feel like there's a cat sitting on the universe's simulation keyboard. I couldn't have thought of a better way to explain yeah, it. I think yeah, that's, I think that's what's going on. It's perfect, yeah. So I'm not going to bury the lead here uh, and just say it. An underwater volcano erupted back on January 15th, 
with uh, such force. I am going to think about a fart no. the entire time you're okay. talking about this volcano. Just <laughs> heads up. That might lighten the mood because this, this, this is going to get pretty fucking serious. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to bring it up. I'll, I'll yeah. make a through line okay. with the farts. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this volcano erupted back on January 15th with such force. One, it's believed to be the largest volcanic eruption in 30 years. Two, it created a mushroom cloud that reached upwards of 25 miles into the sky and had a diameter so large it was recorded by multiple satellites in space. Oh my god. Yeah, put a pin in that. Uh, and three, it rained down so much ash and debris on the nearby nation of Tonga, the accumulation actually expanded one of its islands by 45%. I'm having a really hard time yeah. making this funny because yeah. it's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. But just, I mean, if, if you want to, you don't have to. Just imagine everything Jill said was a fart. Like, <laughs> can you imagine how embarrassing that is? <laughs> Not to make this about Marvel, but mm-hmm. imagine like a celestial was just like, I'm sorry, we watched The Eternals. So like imagine some yeah. sort of demigod, Thor, the Hulk, just yeah. like farted. And this is what happened. Can you imagine how embarrassing would that be? Yeah, that's embarrassing. It's also embarrassing to admit that we saw the Eternals. Is I'm that what really it's sorry. Yeah, Eternals. <laughs> Eternals. No thee. Uh, <laughs> we did. Um, yeah. But that's that's a tragic story for another time. Mm. That's actually sadder than what we're talking about today. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, let's get back to this sad volcano. Okay. So where is this volcano and what other unimaginable things happened that day? Great questions. Uh, everyone, imagine Australia. You got it. Okay, now point to the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now move your finger 2,500 miles southeast and boom, you're in New Zealand. Nice. Hey. Now move your finger another 1,100 miles northeast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Into the seemingly endless Pacific Ocean and voila. We're among the 170 islands that make up the Polynesian kingdom of Tonga. Amazing. I, I have heard of Polyne- Polynesian islands, but yeah. I've never heard of a whole 170 that make up Tonga. Tonga. I've never heard of it. There you go. No it's- one told me. This is <laughs> embarrassing. It's time for Tonga. It's time for Tonga. That's right. Yeah, like Fiji's... I, w- I want to I say close, but nothing's close to Tonga. It's like no. It's really in the middle of nowhere. It's, and, it and, barely... this, and this happened to little Tonga, yeah. Poor little Tonga. Yeah. Uh, so, shall we? We shall. Continue. Okay, so the main island, Tangu Tapu, Tonga Tapu, is home to the nation's capital, Nuku'alofa, which gets its internet via undersea cable. Oh. Now, some of those cables snapped around 6.40 p.m. local time on January 15th, leaving most of the country's population of about 105,000 people cut off from the world. Just like that. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Underwater, yeah. undersea cable. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Everyone just cut off. Everyone was just cut off just like at 640. No one could Google it. <laughs> well, some people. Some people, however, were still able to call for help. Okay. Or post videos to social media explaining what the hell just broke loose. Okay. Uh, Dr. Marissa, if you would, please read to us an excerpt from an article on the awesome Kiwi website, stuff.co.nz, about one Tonga resident's experience. Uh, nothing would make me happier. All right. Quote, Mir Tafa said she was inside her house with her family getting ready for dinner when they heard and felt the eruption shortly after 7 p.m. on Saturday. 
It was massive. The ground shook. Our house was shaking. It came in waves. My younger brother thought bombs were exploding nearby, Tafa said. My first instinct was to take cover under the table. I grabbed my little sister and screamed at my parents and others in the house to do the same. The next thing we knew, water had filled our home. Mm -hmm. We just knew straight away it was a tsunami. Just water gushing into our home. And, quote, oh, my God, this is something that just so horrifies me about certain parts of the world, Mm -hmm. uh, especially um, areas close to an ocean or something like that, is that this could happen. Your entire life could be flooded. Yeah. And... And I yeah. just imagine stuff like like water coming through windows and like mm-hmm. glass everywhere, yeah. and and you just feel so helpless. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Even getting under the table. Yeah. I mean, go for it. Yeah. But <laughs> I know it's it's it breaks my heart. Yeah, I'll try to bring up the fart again later. Okay, please do. Okay. <laughs> so my friends, those series of explosions were eruptions from an underwater and an underwater volcano. 40 miles away. No. The sonic booms created were heard as far as New Zealand and Alaska. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. And, of course, the tsunami that followed ripped across the Pacific, hitting tiny, hitting the tiny Tonga Islands first, including Tonga Tapu, within 15 minutes. Jesus. A series of waves four feet deep smothered coastlines and made their way inland, prompting Elisa Tora on Facebook to report. Uh, Tora was or is a former Fijian journalist living in Tonga. Uh, They posted on Facebook at this point that people were making their way to higher ground, specifically to an area called Pili, P-I-L-I. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. That sounds right. So, uh, but of course, with the rush of people and cars, it caused an instant traffic jam making a scary situation hella worse. And here's what I mean. A video acquired by local news station One News Now showed the desperate situation. And Dr. Marissa, I just have to show you what people were facing on the small, mostly flat island. And if you would, would you like to tell us what you see in this video? Absolutely. But before we go forward, I just want to say, I, I, I'm thinking of, I'm just like putting myself in their shoes and I'm yeah. like, what is scarier? Um, it just happening to you, it happening to your house, everything is over in a mm-hmm. second, or knowing about it and running away and knowing that you probably won't outrun something like this. Yeah. That both of those outcomes are just so terrifying yeah. to me. And I that that neither neither sounds good. No, they're just really different sucks. but equally fucked. Yeah. 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 I have no fart jokes. No. <laughs> I do have a video though. Okay. Um and let me pull it up for you. If you could just describe to us what you see. It's very short because, um, honestly, people didn't have much time to record. Yeah. So let us know what you see here. Cheers to, to um, this person who did, Tora. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. this is terrible. Pause, 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 yeah. pause. Okay, so imagine um, <laughs> you're driving down the street and... And this is almost like a, a rear view mirror perspective. Right. Like someone's in the back of a car filming right. everything happening outside the back window. But imagine- actually, actually, this is uh, on the, I think this might be a desk cam. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. So and it really is kind of like a rear view. Yeah. So it's, I think this is like somebody in the passenger seat and they were driving forward. 
Yeah. But then tell us what happened. So yeah. basically they're driving. Imagine if you saw all of your, you're driving as fast as you can down the road. You look back and you see a bunch of cars and right behind all of those cars is a wave. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. is crushing down. It's crushing down kind of like it looked like some sort of barrier mm-hmm. between the road and, and whatever else was out there. It, it's creeping up on the cars behind you. It's It looks like it's 20 feet away. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. It's uh, breaking through fences and walls. And why I say this driver was driving forward at one point, because if we keep playing, they go in reverse. No. Check it out. They're going in reverse now <gasps> oh, because the water is like coming towards, my towards them. My God, that yeah. is messed up. Yeah. Okay. So this person is facing where the water is coming and, and just no choice but just to back up. To back up. Yeah. And then other cars are doing basically the doing the same yeah, yeah. as this water is rushing towards them on this very narrow street. <laughs> very narrow. Oh, I oh, wow. no hope. No Okay, let me get back to my notes I nothing, there. I have no jokes. No jokes. Sorry. Just facts. Just totally, totally sucks. So, in true biblical fashion, after the floods came darkness. Ah. <laughs> I know. As that 20 to 25 mile high mushroom cloud I spoke about earlier dispersed and covered the sky. Oh my god. My friends, that's not all. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, the eruption had a radius of 161 miles. Oh my god. Now, just for comparison, and to put how large this is into perspective, when the U.S. Army and Navy were blowing up nuclear bombs during that lovely American era of underwater testing, uh, do you remember that? Back oh, in, yeah. <laughs> back in the 40s? I mean, I wasn't there. Not that old. <laughs> but I, I'm aware of what you're talking about. Yeah. So those mushroom clouds were only 520 feet high. And this was somewhere between 20 and 25 miles high. Oh, my God. Yeah. <gasps> and, yeah. And those nuclear explosions had a radius of about 10 miles. This one was 161 miles. That is insane. Yeah. She's covering her face. (laughs) I can like, I can fathom it, but just barely. Yeah. That is like, Uh what is, what is uh, 161 miles large? Bigger than a city. Yeah. It's bigger than a lot of cities in the States. Bigger than New York. Yeah. Yeah. That would cover all of New York and then a couple states. Probably. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, in fact, NASA's James Garvin, chief scientist at the Goddard Space Flight Center, told NPR the space agency estimated the blast was about 500 times powerful than the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tom, oh, my God. Uh-huh. I mean, what a great way to put it in perspective, but it really makes me feel terrible. Yeah. What a fart. Yeah, it's, it's, <gasps> it's record-breaking. Yeah. Wow. Um, if you give... This volcano at Google now, it blew itself up. You can't, we can't find it on a map anymore. Shut yeah, up. I know. Has this ever happened? Is this, is it normal for volcanoes just to like explode themselves? Um, this one did. That'd be like if I <laughs> farted and didn't have a butt afterwards. I'm sorry, I'm trying to lighten the mood. It's really scary though. I, I'm really glad I wasn't there. <laughs> Are they, do they need stuff? Do they yeah, need supplies? We'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, honestly, now all I can think about is your ass, right? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, to really get a sense of how big this was, we have to leave Earth. Oh, my God. Yeah, Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you some footage 
of what NOAA's satellite and dozens of other satellites captured on the 15th. Okay. Uh, now, for the flock out there, uh, I'm going I'm to provide, like, screenshots you could swipe through to see the mushroom cloud's expansion as seen from fucking space. Amazing. Uh, but you could also, like I said, just give it a Google. Tonga, volcano, explosion, eruption, and so much stuff will come up. Because it was caught by so many satellites. Yeah. Uh, okay, Dr. Marissa, are you ready? Uh, no, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please tell us what you see, especially in the lower left-hand corner. Oh, okay. okay. Got it. All right. Let me get... Okay. Tell us what you see. So is this a... So this is a satellite image of the Earth. Right. And then oh. look at this corner, lower left hand. There it Boom. is. Boom. Yep. Okay, I was looking in the lower right hand because I'm that dyslexic. Uh, right <laughs> after you told me to look in the lower left. So uh, everything's turning. The earth is normal. And then all of a sudden a little, like you, you see a little explosion Yeah. on earth. It's very visible. Yeah. A little white puff. Yeah. It's insane. And we're looking at the entire our entire sphere all and then of it's, earth it's very clear that this is not a normal like storm cloud it it just shows up like in a fraction of a second yeah all of the other storm clouds are moving at the same kind of like slow and steady pace and these sort of ripply movements and then just out of nowhere a big blotch yeah. just really fast yeah it's like a paintball yes. paint like when you shoot a paint Gun, paintball gun. Yep. How many ways can I say this? <laughs> You're doing great. A paint, a paint, a ball paint, <laughs> it, and that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's incredible. We're gonna have stills from this uh, on our social media stuff, so please come by and just just be amazed. Just be in <laughs> just, awe. Just is uh, terrifying. So, um, all right, let's see. Now, what goes up must come down. Ah. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry, I should have given you a heads up about that. You should have. Um, and boy, howdy, the tiny island of Tongatapu was just blanketed with so much toxic ash. Ugh. The coastline of the country's main island grew in size by 45%. Wow! Like, all right, like I said before, uh, farmland and water became contaminated instantly, making <sighs> this an international and urgent fucking disaster. And my friends, may I remind you, this didn't happen over days. This literally happened overnight. All of this was just jammed into hours. My mind yeah. uh, is like that volcano. It's just it's, overnight. Yeah. It's, it's not even there anymore. Yep. Ah! And as word spread of this monumental explosion, so did tsunami warnings across the globe. Uh, according to the Associated Press, the U.S. Geological Survey estimated the eruption caused an equivalent of a magnitude 5.8 earthquake. Okay. And this is just an eruption. It's not an earthquake, which is crazy. But Wild. Yeah. So advisories were issued for Japan, Hawaii, Alaska, and the U.S. Pacific Coast. But, Dr. Marissa, please tell us, did those waves actually make it all the way across the fucking globe and hit the United States? I mean, I hope not, but <laughs> let's see. Um, from the AP article, Tsunami Threat Recedes from huge Pacific vol volcanic eruption, nailed it. Uh, quote, Savannah Peterson watched in shock as the water rose several feet in a matter of minutes in front of her oceanfront house in Pacifica, California, just south of San Francisco. It came up so fast. <laughs> and a few minutes later, after that, it was down again. It was nuts to see that happen so quickly. 
I'd ne I've never had water come all the way up to my front door, and today it did. Police rescued a surfer whose surfboard broke in powerful broke in powerful waves off. Oh, it broke! Yeah, it broke in powerful <laughs> waves off San Francisco. Holy shit! Farther south in Santa Cruz, California, officials were taking stock of damage after a surge damaged boats and inundated low-lying streets and parking lots, sending cars afloat. Mm -hmm. ah! In Southern California, surging water sunk at least one boat in Ventura Harbor, northwest of Los Angeles. End quote. I mean, it's not as... It's just not even comparable to what happened no. in Tonga. No, but... It, but it affected us still. It was yeah. visible. I yeah. do think it's funny that a woman was like, it came all the way to my house. Yeah. <laughs> you did a great impression. <laughs> well done. I was making tea and there it was. Yeah. And, and then I went back to watching The Real Housewives. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's how she talks, but... <laughs> but it actually, yeah, it affected our shores everywhere from Alaska down to Southern California. That's wild. It's absolutely fucking wild. It's fucking wild. But like you said, overall, we have nothing to complain about mm -mm. compared to Little Tonga. My friends, their seven-layer shit cake is topped off with a thick coating of complicated icing because, for you see, the nation of Tonga has not had one outbreak of COVID. Oh, my God. <clears throat> That's right. Their isolated location has kept them safe from our modern plague, but, like you brought up, they need international assistance to get through this. Oh. That is so, I'm just sorry. Her, the cruel, her hands are in her face. <laughs> the cruel irony of yep. like avoiding COVID, which just sounds so impossible. I, I yeah. didn't even think about the fact that islands could avoid yeah, yeah. COVID. Yeah. And just to not, I mean, you still get the stress and the probably their version of a quarantine, not being able to travel, mm -hmm. but it's a lot better <laughs> than worrying about your yeah. grandma getting sick, yourself getting sick, your loved one. I know. So, and, and then this bullshit. Yeah. And then this fucking fart <laughs> ruins right. everything. That's right. Farts ruin everything. It's true. Jesus. Yeah. Now they're going to get a plague. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Tell me more. Okay. So, um, needing international assistance means foreign nations with good intentions arrive on their shores. They could also bring, like you said, the risk of... Say it with me now. Infecting a vulnerable population by accident. Yeah. yeah. So that's a threat. Needless to say, recovery needs to be swift yet meticulous. Whoever is the project manager on this job needs to take into account the urgency of people needing clean water while taking into account a fucking pandemic. Now, as I, I wrote these notes like two days before, I'm sorry, two days after the event. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> so I have a small update for y'all. <gasps> okay. Okay, um, so communications were down for about five days. Wow. Since the volcano named Hunga Tonga Hunga Haape exploded. Um, international help has started. Uh, it, help from Japan, New Zealand, and UNICEF, and it, uh, they're actually doing a contactless delivery. That's incredible. Yeah, you're doing contactless stuff, including water, food, and generators, and all the stuff that you would need in a disaster like this. I'm only worried because I, I hope they have enough doctors and medical stuff. Yeah. But I'm positive if they needed that, oh, they, that, that, would be, that would be communicated. <clears throat> yeah. And properly done. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. The world messes everything up. But... <laughs> That's awesome that they're doing it contactless. Contactless I'm deliveries. Yeah. So impressed. I know. Wow. And I think I read 
somewhere on NPR that like 60% of the Tonga population is already vaccinated anyway. So that's really great. So I really like that. That's good. That makes me feel better. Uh, Also on the upside, only three deaths have been reported which is insane. Wow. I know. Uh, specialists say it's thanks to the volcano and tsunami drills Tonga citizens have been practicing throughout the years. So I mean, of course, yeah. the, the, the people of these islands, you they, know. They know if, what's up. If they mm-hmm. can avoid a plague, they can, and they've lived on these islands forever. Mm-hmm. They have family members. They, they've been through this before. Oh, yeah. They know what to do. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it okay. But yeah, I don't know. It, it helps. Three people, thank you. I mean, which is tragic, but also tragic, but also I was expecting yeah. like hundreds. Yeah, I know thousands could, could have been. Yeah, so everybody watch this space. It's uh, you know they're still rebuilding and putting their lives back together. Yeah, I I dedicate every fart joke I've ever told to the people of Tonga, and I mean <laughs> that with such sincerity and love. Yeah. yeah. Aw. So after the break. Unicorns of the Sea. Oh, yes! That's right. right. Uh, We're going to talk about narwhals and a new discovery about them that's so perplexing, it makes that spiral tusk coming out of their faces seem totally normal. What? Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned. Please do. (laughs) And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my friends, what sick bastard doesn't love a chubby narwhal? What regular bastard doesn't love (laughs) a chubby narwhal? They're so damn cool. They're so cute. I love them. Uh, If you're not familiar, narwhals are a medium-sized tooth whale, identifiable by one large tusk jutting out from their face. Uh Uh, (laughs) Heads up, uh, it's actually a canine tooth that projects from the left side of the upper jaw through the lip, and it's most commonly uh, seen in males. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. And like any tooth... It's damn sensitive, with an estimated 10 million nerve endings. Oh, my God. But unlike most teeth, uh, this will grow throughout the narwhal's life, reaching lengths of up to 4 to 10 feet long. I wish our listeners could see, like, how big I'm smiling right oh. now, just thinking about <laughs> narwhals. Adorable. I hope y'all are, too. Yeah. <laughs> now, if a long-ass tooth that never stops growing sounds a bit odd, a new recent discovery might be a close second. Oh. Uh, join me, if you will. On the chilly shores of Scoresby Sound, oh. located on the southeast coast of Greenland. Oh, so random. I know. <laughs> uh, we're with Terry Williams, an ecophysiologist from the University of California, Santa Cruz, and a group of indigenous hunters from Itokortormit. Amazing. I think I nailed it. Nailed it. A very small town just north of the Sound. Uh, when I say tiny, I mean it. As of 2020, only 345 people live there. Holy shit. And it's been described as one of the most remote settlements on Earth. Oh, my yeah. God. No. I, I want to know more, but at the same time, I don't. It's theirs. <laughs> it's, yeah. Y'all, yeah, they like y'all it. Keep it. Have a good time. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Marissa, according to Bridget Katz of Smithsonian Magazine, why is Terry here with some of the most isolated folks on our planet, and what do they plan to do? I gotta know. Let's talk about it. All right, quote, known as the unicorns of the sea, narwhals are elusive creatures that dwell in frigid Arctic waters spending several months of the year beneath thick layers of sea ice. Sea ice. I love that. (laughs) Um, This makes it difficult for researchers to study the tusked beasts, but this team of scientists joined up to work with indigenous hunters 
to track the whales. Mm -hmm. Amazing. When narwhals got trapped in the hunter's nets, researchers used suction cups to attach devices that measure heart rate, depth, and motion to the narwhals' backs. Then the animals were set free. End quote. Mm -hmm. I got a little stressed when I heard net, but... In this case, they were... They were released. They were doing it it's safely. All, it's all okay. I hope it sounds like. Yeah. I, I trust if, if there are people mm. who have been there yeah. long before we have, they probably know best. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So teamwork made the dream work uh, as Terry became the first researcher to attach an electrocardiograph accelerometer depth recorder thingy. <laughs> Please put that on a something. <laughs> Two East Greenland narwhals. Round of applause for Terry. Nailed it, Terry. Fucking killed it. Uh, And the device's goal was simple enough to monitor the physiological and behavioral responses of these chubby cuties as they swam away from a stressful situation, like being entangled in a human's net, uh, something unfortunately becoming more and more common. Now, when the data came in, it turns out their physical response left Terry with more questions than answers. Um, As does everything yes. on this podcast. That's right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. The more you look, the more parasites and butts you see. You it, they're, that's, that's and they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> one, there's one in you right now, probably, but that's for a different episode. We'll leave you thinking about that. Yep. Uh, generally, when a creature is faced with danger, they do one of the following. Uh, they fight flight or freeze right yes uh, and fighting or fleeing makes heart rates increase yeah. and when freezing or staying as still as possible until the threat moves away heart rates usually decrease in animals um, but dr marissa please tell us what physical reaction is happening in the narwhals after net entanglement i would love to talk about it especially since i admire them so much and i get scared of everything okay <laughs> From NPR.org, quote, The narwhals swim hard and dive deep to escape after being released from a net. But at the same time, their heart rate, their heart rates dramatically plummet. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. It's almost like they are simultaneously trying to freeze and flee. This is an unusual reaction to an unusual kind of threat says Terry Williams. I don't believe that this is the normal response when the animals are being pursued by a killer whale, end quote. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they, it's, uh, they chill while running away. It's confusing. Yeah. They have theories as to why this is happening. Okay. Yeah. Should we, should we dive into it? Let's do it. I just need like one more second to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's confusing and probably not what's supposed to happen. As a human, yeah. I'm trying to relate to it, um, yeah. and I just think of nothing. Yeah, yeah. I've never I mean, run and been chill yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the thing. This is even worse than chill, actually. Uh, specifically, what's happening here after narwhals speed away from the nets, their heart rate slows from 60 beats per minute to just three or four beats per minute. That's horrifying. That's really, really low. And it went on for like 10 minutes after the net encounter. So it seems not good. That seems really bad for their little bodies, especially since they're 
pumping yes. so hard. That's exactly. Crazy. Exactly. So why could this be happening, and what does this mean for these whales? Well, simply put, Terry believes these narwhals have been living in extreme isolation, away from humans most of their existence. Yeah. But now with the Arctic melt. The Arctic ice melting and the region opening up to us, we're a new threat they've never encountered before. And their body is super confused and in shock. Oh, That's like the theory. Wow. They're, yeah. oh, they're having little like weird panic attacks. Exactly. Because they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. We need to get them little narwhal Lexapro or something. <laughs> right. Or we need to actually do absolutely nothing yeah. and get far away from mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. Quote, as Victoria Gill report, <clears throat> excuse me, pardon me, as Victoria, as Victoria Gill reported for the BBC, moving quickly with a low heart rate could deprive the animal's brains of oxygen, which could cause them to become disoriented. Prolonged periods of reduced oxygen supply could even lead to brain damage from smithsonianmag.com. Yeah, that really fucking blows. Our unicorn friends may die from fear, essentially. But here's the good news for okay. real. Okay. Because there is hard data, thanks to Terry and the indigenous folks, protections for narwhals can be strengthened. Yeah. Good. Okay. So they could just... So Terry can now scientifically say, leave these fucking narwhals alone. Exactly. So they're... Little bodies, uh-huh. big bodies, they're, Chunk- they're chunky they're bodies. <laughs> the little chunks. <laughs> little chunks. <laughs> so these chunky, perfect creatures don't d- 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 yes. freak out exactly and die. Mm-hmm. I-, I want them to stay around. Yes. I-, I don't plan on seeing one anytime soon, but I would like to know they're there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm like not all, going like to all- the party. <laughs> I just want to be invited. That's right. Like, like at any proper introvert or narwhal. That's right. They... Just want to be invited. Exactly. <laughs> Leave us the fuck alone. Yes. <laughs> uh, so hopefully people will listen to what's needed. And uh, I guess watch this space too. Happy 2022. Happy 2022. <laughs> I love the it. The end. The end. Uh, thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about the, the largest fart in 30 years. The largest most devastating uh, part. More devastating than any of yours. And I believe you when you say they were traumatic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and please, stay interesting. Ugh, please do.